everyone. This is Jaime, and I am here with my wife, my uh, significant spouse, <laughs> most important person in my life. What's up? How's it going? I that was That was uh, <laughs> unexpectedly sweet. Well, I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to better myself, uh, considering uh, the circumstances where um, I've made the basement look like shit and I have to bring you down here. <laughs> mm. The least I could do is, is say something nice. Mm. So I'd like to welcome the listeners. Do you want to talk about a few things? I have a list of things. It's more than three, the, but I think we can condense it into. And I just want to give people a heads up. These are things that I'm not really interested in talking about because they're <laughs> disgusting. Oh, not all of them are <laughs> disgusting. Just one thing is disgusting. Well, the, two. Okay. Do you want to get those out of the way first? Poss yeah, probably. Just, okay. just so that I feel better about myself. So today... I was listening to a podcast and they got on the subject of gross things. You know, there's like the things that people like, like pimple popping and like that kind of gross shit. But there was something that I had never heard of before and it's called navel stones. Ugh. And it is really gross. So, okay, so could you take a little moment to elaborate on, okay, on so this? Because it grossed me out and have I you almost ever, barfed. <laughs> have you ever heard of tonsil? are they called tonsil stones uh, i think that's what they're called if you must you can't okay. explain those so tonsil stones are little calcified pieces of food and bacteria that get lodged in your tonsils and they can cause pain they can cause so it's a, it's your body does this a lot it's just like it <laughs> gathers dirt it, and grime and it calcifies it into a stone so you can pass it so you can i guess like get a, it's like I, an excretion tool I believe so. And yes. so I learned that your belly, your belly button will do the same thing if you don't clean it. <sighs> I got to tell you, I almost gagged. It's so when gross. You sent no, me that you didn't message. even look at the pictures. I'm okay? not interested. I was a dummy and I went on Google and I was like, navel stones. Well, what do those is, look like? I, I just think it's reflective of your curious nature, but I can't stand that. It was horrific. Let's like, just say. And you have to go to the doctor to get them removed. I really, <laughs> and it can take them years to form. So, so who everyone, fuck, everyone, check your belly buttons and who make the sure fuck doesn't check their belly button every single day. I mean, you would have to ignore that part of your well, body yeah. for decades. I guess for this to be a problem, like, and I also think it probably has to do with like if you're like predisposed to these types of problems. I, I, yeah. So anyway, hygiene, personal. Clean your belly button. Don't just, don't neglect that part of your body. Oh, let's let's avoid this. I mean, it, it just gets on gets us into this range of of discussion that that you and my sister really have an affinity for, like these fucking ridiculous TLC shows where they follow Doctor Pimple Popper and they I, they go on these grand adventures of see to see like what horrific horrendous zits they they get to pop the size of my head. Yeah, um, I don't watch that show, but. I, I understand the draw, but I don't personally what is the indulge draw? in it. What it, is the draw to these shows? I think it's um I think it's cathartic. I think people like the the tension of the before, the so the horrific nature of the before, and then the doctor 
going in and fixing it and sort of that release both literally and figuratively of the tension mm. and and the subsequent healing of that person okay so do you liken it to the grotesque like nature of say a horror movie yeah where you you want that discomfort or you go out of your way to find that but you feel better once it's over sure so i don't think that's necessarily like a horror movie because you don't necessarily feel better when that's (laughs) over sometimes it depends yeah but i think it's just like uh a release sometimes a pimple wins it's it's a release of tension i think yeah um I have nightmares. I think we saw like a segment of it a couple of years back. I still think about that. Like mm-hmm. I'm sitting there minding my own fucking business, <laughs> doing some paperwork or maybe, you know, yeah. on the internet. It's and then I just, I have this flash and I start like mm-hmm. shivering. Like I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. It's, it's a horrific. visceral, it's a yeah. visceral reaction for you. But I've always been very sensitive to that shit. It's mm-hmm. grotesque. That's about the only word I can use. Yeah. To well, navel, it. navel stones are a thing and, uh, it's pretty gross. So <laughs> do you think they're, um, they're probably most likely not as bad as kidney stones. Cause that, no, that's no, really no, like no, the no. big kidney stones. I mean, are the, on the, the shit's inside. just like right there yeah. in your belly button. And if you really like flex hard, it's just going to pop no, out. Right? Well, I don't know about that, but I guess it depends on how bad the Where situation is. Where does it is. sit? Like in, in, your, okay, so it's, in the belly button? Yeah. So it's like uh, people who have deeper belly buttons, maybe like fat people who have deeper belly button. Cause if you have more fat, your belly button is deeper. Sure. It, it expands. And it if you're really fat, if you're like morbidly obese, you probably don't have the capacity to clean yourself as well as you need to. So stuff yeah. builds up, man. Yeah. And I can see that. you know, I, it's not as bad as kidney stones. This is an external thing. Well, you were saying something earlier where it, it um, it could originate from like a pore. Is that yeah, sort so of a there's, situation? Well, there's, yeah, there's something called, I can't remember. I think it's called a distended pore. Ugh. where like let's say you have like uh. a boil or something and it po- and you know you get it pops okay and then you have like a scar or like a, a um the pore has been you know widened <laughs> okay and distended then, yeah boil popping all kinds of okay of- but then the distended pore can can get infected again and the, sometimes those things can become stone-like so it's something the body does yeah. to expel oil or sebum or that kind of thing. Sure, sure. Anyway, I'm not a dermatologist. And, I just, yeah, but it, it stands to reason like the mechanisms of the body to expel yeah. toxic material from like, mm-hmm. say if it's water or any anything that you actually ingest, it it's going to sort of suck it out of the mm-hmm. the protein or whatever um nutrients you know it's getting but speaking nonsense but eventually (laughs) i'm pretty tired i'm pretty tired right now yeah anyway it's just it's a it's something that happens to the body i didn't know that was a thing it was gross we can move on thanks i hate it (laughs) and i texted you because i knew you would be sitting at your desk dry heaving and it made it gave me joy so um (laughs) 8 30 this morning did you know it's too early for this shit. It's too early for this nonsense. Well, my brain operates very early. Yeah. You get to, so. the, you get to the point. The other gross thing we wanted to talk about was <laughs> <laughs> was the holidays. Okay. So, 
so broadly let's let's really cover this uh, and more broadly the holidays during covid because covid is going to ruin everything your thanksgiving and your christmas and probably your new year's too i think this is the last stand for covid in in a way that it's going to really go all out it's going to pull all the stops and if it's like the heavyweights going into into the boxing match it's it's really like I was going to make some kind of sports metaphor, but it, we're getting to the end of it and they're really not going to go down easy. Yeah. And I just read that um, about 1.5 or 7 million people have gone through TSA in the last 24 hours. Excuse me? Like, so people like wow. in the airports. So people are not staying home like the CDC has recommended. Yeah. And I mean, obviously it's down from last year, but it's still way higher than it should be the people don't give a fuck right now no and so that's i'm predicting uh two weeks after thanksgiving there's going to be a huge spike Mm. everywhere i can see see that happening yeah so um you know i again this all comes down to risk assessment and you have to do what you think is right for your situation but you also need to take into account public health orders. Yeah. And in Wyoming right now, the governor has limited indoor gatherings to 25 people or less. Right. So we are going to stick to that mm-hmm. and um, not travel anywhere. And I think so. it's a it's a curious question to ask, right? Like, why are people doing this? Is it because they're just fed up or because they feel that COVID is not as threatening a thing as they initially thought. Like maybe they do know somebody that has had COVID and they've had the good fortune of seeing that person recover and they're, they're maybe feeling like, okay, this, this thing is not as bad. Maybe I should try my luck. Mm -hmm. Is it more like a calculated risk thing or people just completely have given up? I think it's probably a combination of pandemic fatigue um people not taking it seriously and and risk assessment do we have do you know like if there's a a survey or any kind of of measurement of how many people actually consider this to be false i don't know like i'm i'm going to look real quick while you talk okay yeah i mean i don't know um what those if there's if there are numbers for that but um something tells me it would go down party lines Mm. um yeah i i think um the i don't know thanksgiving Um, in particular i think is going to be an issue um because i mean we don't know where we're going to be in a month when christmas rolls around mm. um but i i predict just like Halloween, just like Sturgis, two weeks after Thanksgiving, there's going to be another surge. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'm just talking about Wyoming, particularly right now, because we are surging very badly. Yeah, we've um, gone up to the worst cases in the country. Yeah, we're like worst top, number. We're top five. Um, and I heard on the radio today that... We had 1,100 new cases, and we have a population of under 500,000 compared to a state like Massachusetts, which has a population of 6.7 million people, 
and they had a thousand new cases. So That's, we're pretty bad off right now. Yeah. That's terrible. Those are terrible numbers mm-hmm. um, for the amount of people we have in the state. So um, Thanksgiving is going to is potentially could be a super spreader event. Oh, it will be. And uh, I have a feeling that it is going to be. And I was trying to to look at, at some kind of survey, but I didn't really... Um, I wasn't able to find anything that concrete. Um, I feel that, as you said, it's most likely along party lines that folks are just not wanting to accept that this is... this is. I think um, before the election, a lot of people thought that this would go away after the election was over. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if maybe that number of people who didn't believe it was true maybe went down after the election ended and then... Mm things were still happening i'm hopeful that that was the case (laughs) that maybe people were like oh well seems to be getting worse and the election's over so yeah maybe it really is real um but i think a lot of people were just like well you know well all of a sudden there's a vaccine yeah the election's over that's uh the sentiment that a lot of folks that i talk to here because you know we're in a red state it's you're gonna talk to people that have a completely different perspective of what's going on and they some people that i've talked to stand by that that as soon as the election is is kind of done and and clarified certified and everything you're going to see vaccines hitting the market like Mm -hmm. even as they are now i mean it's and and what is the logic behind that is it that they were holding back until trump was not president well something that i've heard here is that um the democratic party manufactured covid as an idea oh so it's fake and so is the vaccine right right so it's a vaccine to a non-existent oh i see you know thing that that never happened but Mm -hmm. this is you know it's it's rare you know i've only heard it in certain you know a couple of times yeah but realistically um i i think that folks just really need to take a look at what what is truly important right now if if they're going to be doing these hashtags of giving thanks and and you know looking at thanksgiving as an opportunity to look at what really matters and being grateful for something be be conscious of your loved ones because while we know that this disease may not wipe out the healthy 30 somethings 40 somethings who are in general good health we are going to carry this disease to our most vulnerable family members and it's going to be a fucking shit show um you know we are going to start seeing more and more of that and it's pretty much like we're driving right into a wall in slow motion and we're going to see it happen in just a couple of weeks like you say but it's difficult and i i'm sorry that i keep coming back to this every time we get into political things but the the polarization of of the dialogue is such that it's not dialogue anymore it's just people screaming at each other expecting somebody to like buckle down and say yes you're right but that's never going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. We need to remember that compromise needs to exist, but we need truth to flourish before we can get compromise. And in this day and age, and in particular in places like Wyoming that are very limited in 
and I guess in in getting the truth, essentially, you feel like you're you're sort of in a in a silo of perspective, and you're not getting, you know, potentially a silo of one perspective. Well, yeah, the what the majority would be here, mm-hmm. which is, you know, conservative thinking and and things of that nature. And before you tell me that if I don't like it, you can leave. <laughs> I mean, I I tried. I just mm-hmm. I miss Wyoming. I love Wyoming. I just wish. You know, it loved us back. <laughs> yeah, I just wish. I just want to be loved. <laughs> that's all. That's all I want. I want to be loved. But that's the reality. We we need to be honest about admitting that maybe we were wrong about what we initially thought this was. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm saying this for for folks who are having difficulty looking at other perspectives. Just consider all of the the points of view on this. And I'm sure that you'll get to the right conclusion. If not, good luck. You're going to kill your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. That's that's how it is. But anyway, I mean, we want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Um, I did see that there there was um, a meme floating around about uh, somebody on the internet finding it ironic that, you know, uh, a disease like COVID would come and be a super spreader around the holiday that is thanksgiving because that's what happened to the you know native americans and uh (laughs) we're finally you know getting our justice Mm. you know i mean not me because i'm i'm (laughs) technically native mexican but um you know you're more indigenous than anything else yeah yeah can we talk about my ancestry.com you're over here like (laughs) fuck your smallpox blanket Fucking yeah. Whitey. Yeah. But uh I just I think we gotta we gotta watch out, you know. Be careful. Just just stay home. Skype with people. I think we're preaching to the choir. I think our listenership yeah, is it, uh, yeah, we're we're committing the crime that we've <laughs> accused others of doing. So, you know, <laughs> just do the right thing. Yeah. You guys you guys know what's up. You guys you guys know the shit. I'm not gonna fucking sit here and lecture. <laughs> yeah. I've had it. But we wanted to make a, a quick episode of tonight's recording because um, we've been having a very, very busy week recording and doing a lot of work that um, I think Maddie's pretty excited to share. So I'll let you kind of relate what's been happening. Yeah, we've um, started recording the audiobook I was uh, hired to do in earnest. So... We're doing, we're shooting to be done next week, um, about three chapters a night. Yeah. Um, and I think we're getting better, <laughs> just like the, the workflow is getting uh, a little more streamlined. Mm. It's not taking us as long, yeah. um, although the cats are just Let's talk the worst. about the cats for just a moment. <laughs> what happens when you start narrating, like literally the moment you open yeah. your mouth? So the moment I start speaking in a way that is different than my normal speaking pattern, I guess, um, Phoebe loses her mind. She will be anywhere in the house. And if I start where she can hear me, if I start narrating, she starts meowing. Just her little tiny meow in the yeah. background of the recording, just all over the place. Oh, um, she's looking at me like I'm ill, <laughs> like something is wrong with me and that she needs to 
She's going to save you, yeah. bring you a dead rat to I make you feel better. I don't know what her problem is. Yeah. So on. So we have that happening. And then Oscar thinks it's time to climb the computer like a jungle gym and tip things over. And, and he's turned off the computer before. He's turned off the computer. He's knocked over our makeshift sound booth. Um, yeah. So the cats yeah. have actually been the biggest obstacle to us. I think doing we would have in a timely <laughs> manner. We probably would have the book done at this point if <laughs> yeah, the maybe. cats didn't uh, interfere. Yeah, but um, so that's been a challenge. But for the most part, it's been going pretty well. Yeah, um, and I I think it's moving along. Uh, but generally, I think the biggest thing to notice, at least for us, is how quickly things started making sense to us like how the the rhythm started working for us like the system is kind of interesting because we just record you do like the run through of it and if that works then we can we can kind of go back and and start tweaking as we go but it's like a back and forth right like you do the big thing the presentation you put out all the stops and do everything that you're supposed to do and then I just kind of go in and do Chop a little bit up. of chopping. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that. I, I it, really feel it's like... It's been working well, I think. Yeah. And, um, you know, I check myself and make sure that I'm not missing words or dropping words or whatever. And then if, you know, I screw up or whatever, you're like, okay, just redo this really quick. Mm-hmm. And I think it's working as as you're editing as we're going. I think yeah. that's making things go a lot quicker. I just like the speed of it. Mm-hmm. I think we can, you know, we crank out a chapter and these are smaller chapters and yeah, it's in a about children's book. 20 minutes or mm-hmm. so, you know, 25 minutes. And I'm really excited about continuing to do that because I was really proud when we began this, I, I set up a really good preset for you to bring out the most of your, you know, your vocal quality and now as i'm listening to it maybe it's that i've listened to it so much that i'm like maybe it could use another adjustment but um for me that's kind of like the biggest challenge is is it really is the preset working as as good as i intended and um i think it sounds pretty legit i think it sounds pretty wonderful Mm -hmm. but there's always room for improvement and Mm -hmm. you know we'll see what happens yeah but so far the author liked it what we presented so i'm i'm happy with that yeah um what's been the hardest thing for you um getting out of my head yeah um not being so hypercritical of everything i do um trusting myself and also trusting you when you say you need to tweak it a little bit here mm-hmm. you did that really well or no, you don't need to redo yeah. that or, you know, so it's just sort of like being able to take direction, but also trusting in your own instincts. Yeah. But it reminds you of performing, right? It reminds yeah. you of, of being on stage. I think at least a from little what bit. I, yeah. yeah. And, um, that insecurity net, well, I don't think will ever go away and it's always been there. Um, but the more you do it, the the less loudly you hear that. Yeah. And so in my opinion, though, I don't believe that getting rid of that voice is a bad, is a good thing. You know, I I feel like you need to maintain a bit of that to push you to say, this is not a bad thing. This is an honest assessment, not to demean you, but to 
try to make you better. Mm -hmm. And so I think that like a lot of those impulses get lost in just the way we see ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, because essentially it's feedback, right? Yeah. But a lot of the time we construe that as I just fucking hate myself. Like I can't, you know, I can't really stand myself for the way I did this or that. Yeah. But looking at it in terms of, okay, this is coming from somewhere, you know, not as a good or bad thing, but why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Like, why do I react this way? And I mean, not that I'm having like a fucking Nirvana moment and, and just hovering over here, but that's something I've noticed that like, I'd like to work on, you know, cause like those voices mm-hmm. kind of get strong, but you're killing it. You know, I think you're, you're doing really well. Thanks. I'm excited. I, I can't wait for the shit to be out there in the world and yeah. we can start um, working toward the next one and, and keep refining. Um, but it's been super fun to hang out with you and, you know, get to work on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um I'm excited to there's a bunch of like YouTube videos I want to watch mm-hmm. that ACX provides um with like uh, you know veteran voice actors, people who do this a lot. Yeah. And who've been doing it a long time and I'm curious about how they work and you know what they do to be better at what they do. Right. So, right. Uh, that's kind of, you know, when we're not so engrossed in 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 recording this mm-hmm. i kind of want to uh look into that and just try to learn more about what i can do better yeah i think we're we're in a good place though it's a good place to begin yeah. and obviously to continue to grow but mm-hmm. it's going to be wonderful just a couple more weeks and we'll have this thing wrapped up it's going to go out into the world and then we can start pursuing um but if you don't mind on that note i also wanted to to plug in the the other thing that we're doing because Mm -hmm. we're kind of joining to make this work um with the creative drive podcast which is something that i've been doing for a little while and experimenting and tinkering with um it's finally getting to the point where things are are kicking off seriously and by that i mean we're gonna have at this point, we have a lineup of international writers of some renown joining the podcast, you know, and sharing their poetry with us. Um, the last batch of, of artists that we're going to have, you know, we have some from Russia, we have some from the Middle East. Um, you know, I'm hoping that I can start doing the show in Spanish as well to, to bring more awareness about poetry and short fiction and stuff like that. So, Maddie's coming along to join me on that and she's already kind of picked out a couple that I think would be that you think would be a good fit and we're just going to keep plugging away at this because we're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff and just for clarification we'll be reading other people's work on this podcast yeah Yeah. um but it's it's really one of the big things that I wanted to get off the ground for a long time and I'm just I'm really glad that I get to do it with you Mm-hmm. that's really the best reward of this whole fucking thing yeah um that we can have tea together and we can record and chill when the cats shut up <laughs> for good we can just hang out mm-hmm. so do you want to give people that email where they can submit well yeah uh if uh anyone's out there is a uh, a poet or a writer of short fiction 
We'd love to read your stuff, and that's available at creativedriveshow at gmail.com. Or you can check out our brand new website. It is cruisefolio.com. That has all the information on Maddie's work and my portfolio, as well as podcast stuff and the collaborations that are now happening, which are also in full swing. So I have my own tab. Yeah, you have your own your own tab where you have your your profile. And I'm still kind of. I don't want to twist your arm or anything on uh, on doing the extra content with the book reviews, but uh, oh yeah, you know that that's always a possibility if you wanted to do that. Sorry, Oscar was on the verge of stopping the recording because he's, <laughs> he's almost a, on the keyboard. He's really close, to Oscar. The, uh... Oscar. He's gonna tangle himself in all these wires, and he's gonna bring everything down. I just, I guarantee it. Come here, buddy. Well, with that in mind, we just wanted to uh, to do a quick episode for you and let you know that a lot of fun stuff is coming, and maybe next week we'll talk about uh, some other things we got going on. You want to end it? I think we should. You know, just do a little one. Okay. Because uh, next week we're going to be watching some shows too, and we're going to look closely on what what happened because it feels like a clusterfuck of a month like mm-hmm. it went by way too fast mm-hmm. and uh um, my head is kind of spinning you know yeah <laughs> okay okay anything you want to add um subscribe rate and review the podcast you can email us at our kids asleep at gmail.com come talk to us it'll be a good time yeah we love you and have a great evening good night guys Bye.